This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Gene Hackman, who's been in some elite movies. In my book, we're going to be winners, okay? 94 years old today. Wow. That's great, right? I thought there'd be more here. Just crowd noise. <laughs> Guys, let me take this here. I'll play crowd noise for 45 seconds. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. <laughs> that was a good job by you. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. You want to hear what we have in this hour? A chance Amani Toomer joins the show. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, CMT. Toomer Tuesday. Superbox Bonanza V. Okay. The big giveaway. It's have nice. you been thinking about the number you're going to use for this uh, one? I have not. You better get to work. I'd like to surprise myself. Mm-hmm. What are you picking up your sweatshirt? Yeah, I have like some uh, linty looking thing. Hmm. It's my team sweatshirt. It's very nice. names in the back? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You guys are very fancy with your, uh, your bougie no. elite hockey teams. No, it's a good. No, it's a good team. So they, no, they how, the how, good, how good were they? They win the whole thing. Oh, uh, we lost in the championship. Ugh. That was devastating. Two years in a row. Now you say, but aren't there more? Than, there's more than one tournament that you guys are in, right? This was the league, though. Oh, this is the league. The league championship. So you were what seed were you going into the tournament? Uh, one seed. You're the one seed. Yeah. Did you lose in overtime? I think we might have lost. Yeah, we did lose Ugh. in overtime. We lost in a shootout in the first year. Went like twelve rounds. I think we lost last year in the. Uh, Overtime. So it's no. a good team. Uh, it's a great team. Team, team still together? Uh, same, same well, team? no, because it's kids move up in uh, ages. So much like the Lions, you'll never have that same grouping on the field well, again. Was not the speech I gave after the loss? Guys, you will, you, will, you will never <laughs> win a championship now. No, but I do occasionally just mention, hey, you know, take a look around, especially if it's a close-knit well, that's, group. Well, that's nice. Right. Just recognize this is probably going to be the last time that you guys play together. So make sure we give it everything we got. Not the hey, I made. You'll, you'll never win. I made two real questionable calls. Right. This is, you guys are probably not going to get you, back. You here. think moment moment of clarity in his home? No one ever finds out. You ask Dan Campbell, do you wish you could have done things differently? No, I you think, think he that says he no. would double down and say absolutely. I think that's who he is. I think in his mind, there's no guarantee that you make the field goal, and he's going to put it in his players' hands, players he trusts. And play was right, man. Listen, Ben Johnson's a hell of a coordinator. Play was open. I think the pressure affected. It wasn't a perfect throw. For everyone keeps saying it was a perfect throw. No, no, the no, second no. one was a perfect it, throw. It, it should have been the caught. Third, the third down throw was, was a, a perfect, dime. Was a perfect throw. Yeah, that one on fourth down should have been caught. Was not a perfect throw though. It was a little wobbly. Well, not all his throws are wobbly, but it, it was like, very catchable. It was yeah, but it was it was kind of he was stretched for it, and it was there was some steam on that one, but still still needs to be caught. Right. Uh, you know who does not blame? But I would say this too in that spot. You know, sometimes it becomes players over plays, and I'm sure, you know, if you're the defense, you're going, okay, there's two players that really, if they're going to throw the ball, we got to focus on here. RJ, you heard that, right? I steamrolled you. Well, no, I'm just reacting to it. I mean, it's it's St. Brown and it's Laporta. Laporta's a stud, both of them. Right. Like, if me, I'm finding a way to make sure that play is for one of those guys. But the the, the ball was there to, I, I mean, get it. Josh Reynolds should catch that football. Right. But if I gave you the power rank, the guys that you trust most to I, catch the football. Yes, he's probably five, but it doesn't matter. He's a professional receiver. He needs to catch it. Also, though, we talked about this yesterday. Pressure does 
weird things to people. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, RJ? Yes, Dave. You you heard that, right? I know you did because he said in my ear, he goes, boy, that was something. I thought that was an appropriate steamroll, though. I think your point was a good one. Right. I, ju- I just think he was like six words into his transition. Was it six? Something like that, yeah. yeah well. And I could have just played clapping it's, after it's, my six words. It's for the, it's, it's for the list. It's retribution for the list. So you're getting me back? No, you wanted to highlight. You wanted to highlight that we stink at list. That's what you wanted to do. That's not true. Yeah. I thought you'd be better. You like to boo yourself quite, up. Quite frankly, I was embarrassed by taking us down. I think your well, list you did. I think it was a great result. You know what I think it was? What the Brandon Ayuk catch result? Really good. How we got there? Little shaky. So who was the guy that the ball hit him in the face mask? <laughs> who would be that guy? I guess that was me when I guess Oregon. That was a weird guess. It was not good. It was a tough one, yeah. Yeah. Not your finest moment. Uh, can I play some Dan Orlovsky? Uh, listen, you play whatever you uh, want. Yeah, you say your that now. Your working now. You do whatever you, you want. You jump all over it. Um, Orlovsky, ESPN, does not put any blame on the shoulders of one Dan Campbell. I put very little on Dan Campbell. Everyone's talking about kicking field goals and whatnot. Let's put into context, one, this is not analytics-driven only. This is who we are, Detroit, who we're playing against San Francisco. Detroit was dominating this game in any facet that they wanted to throughout this game. But this is about that third quarter and just disastrous collapse more so than kicking field goals or not kicking field goals. Yeah, I don't agree with him at all. Not even a little bit. I mean, you put... you you. You stem the entire tide if you kick a field goal. Then you go back up 17. Well, I think the only way, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, though, the only way at that point you're down 17, knowing how many possessions you're going to get in the second half, is your defense has to get stops. You can't give up points. You can't afford to go back. If you're the Niners. If you're the Niners. That's right. Because you're you're playing the Lions and you're also playing the clock. So so now it's a three-possession game with 22 minutes to go. You love your chances if you're the Lions there. And I heard a lot of people on the other side saying, well, there's no guarantee he's going to make it. Well, then then why even have a kicker? If you can't make a 42-yard field goal in perfect conditions, then 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 what's the what's the point? I think it was 45. 45? First one would have been 45. I think the sec- second one was 47. I thought this was 42. Well, I was from the 28-yard line. So you do the math. All right. So, yeah. So you're 45. 45. But still. No, but still. Listen, and you heard. Again, I go back to what Kyle Shanahan said. He said we had to settle for a field goal. So we settled all of a sudden. And to Dan's point, too, he's right. Detroit was moving the football how they wanted to move the football. So why not take the three points? Take the three points. There's also no guarantee that once you pick up that first down, if you do that, you're going to score a touchdown anyway. Yeah, you'll eat more clock, but you may have to settle for a field goal anyway. If, if you're going to settle for a field you goal. You lose that game by either making mistakes like turning the ball over, and I think the Gibbs turnover was really the... the when you I, knew, The momentum had already clearly shifted Right, but point, I think though. you knew once he fumbled that football. I'm sure that's when RJ was like, okay, we're going to win this game. Yeah. RJ, it's actually a good question. Let, let, let's bring him on here. I know he's screening at the moment. What was the point where you thought to yourself, we're going we're gonna to win this game? The IU catch. So the second he caught that... See, I thought that, too, that that was a huge play. And then they forced a third down. I was like, you know what? If they hold him to a field goal here, that yeah. changes everything again. I thought that third down touchdown to Ayuk. Is it that, you're not talking about that one. You're talking about the— No, the, I'm talking about no, the, the first catch. Right. But, um, but, yeah, the, the touchdown catch, that was that was a dead sexy throw. But he's not very good, Purdy. And then when Purdy made the play where he was wrapped up in the pocket and— Oh, the play to Juszczyk on the sideline? And that, that was the moment I was like, oh, this game— the Lions are in a lot of trouble. You check Harvard guy. Harvard yeah. guy, yeah. Did you did you calm down? Like cuz you must have been out of control at some point. Like like just angry. Eat. What? Well, Man would need. They didn't eat when they won. He forgot. This will this will shock you. 
I was actually, and I think I was telling you guys this yesterday off there. I was actually more calm for this than I was the Green Bay game. I don't know how that's possible. I had yet to see it for the Green Bay game. We they'd never come back in in that spot late in the game. Never under Shanahan. Yet never seen it. Were they zero thirty at that point? Something like zero thirty. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, when trailing by uh, seven or more in the fourth quarter. So you were down seventeen at the half. And you were not panicked? No, I was panicked. But I, I believed it could happen. I was not out of control. And Ayuk catches that ball, and you're like, we're, we're going to win this game. I, yeah, I mean, I felt I felt much better. I felt better that... Listen, that second half, that was the Niners team I watched all year. I, because going into it, I think I, I told you guys as well, I haven't seen the Niners because of rest or because of bye weeks or slow starts. I haven't seen the Niners look like the Niners in almost two months. They even let the Commanders, I think, what, week 17 hang around for quite a while. But this was not the Niners this past weekend. The second half was. That They found something. Yeah, the second, uh, I'll tell you what, though, you do that against Kansas City, you're not making that comeback. A lot of people are saying that, and I would agree because it's Mahomes. Kansas City's not running away from anybody. That, that defense will put you away. But no, not, but if you but if you get to a point where you're relying on the other team to make mistakes, the way that Patrick Mahomes is playing and that team is playing, yeah, they're, they're not going to make, make the same mistakes. He's been uh, sacked once in the postseason. They're not going to be overwhelmed by the moment. I think the majority of them will not be overwhelmed by the moment. And the defensive coordinator on Kansas City side is much better than your defensive coordinator. Yes. Because Steve Wilkes stinks. There's a couple guys on Kansas City. I know that's a clean narrative, like, oh, they'll be ready. A couple guys, we'll see. They haven't played in this game yet. So, we'll so you're, see. You're, you know what? It's it's changing already. Two days in, he's already kind of changing over his, his tact. I'll tell you right now. No, Kansas City should be favored. I if say Kansas that, City if at some point becomes favored in this, you will see the cockiest version of him. I think this is pretty cocky right no, now. No, no, I'm telling you right He's now. He's turned off the people already. I'm telling you right now. No, I was cocky yesterday. I've settled in that I know what's ahead now. You never asked for Mahomes. It's like the people that were saying, oh, this Ravens team. Okay, careful what you ask for. Because I, you, you know why? The, the, like, I talk about the Lions collapsing. I saw it, I saw it myself. It was uh, several hundred feet away from me. People but, don't like cocky, RJ. The, the Niners were not ready for that moment four years ago. I don't even think I <laughs> You can't say that. Cannot say that. They do not like Aragon RJ. Come Nobody, on, man. No, no one heard that. Cannot say that. So, <laughs> this, I, I rise up the ranks a little bit more, right? Yeah, Rick is sinking. Yeah, yeah. I, is is it more you rising or is it more Rick sinking? I, well, you know, if I do nothing, you, <laughs> he's, he's going to plummet. I thought I weaved that in perfectly. Yeah, no, but you just can't say. It. Doesn't matter how you weave it in. <laughs> you want to hear the email that I received earlier? Two separate words, though. But when you combine them, it's one bad word. R- RJ, you want to hear the... Uh, Have you heard the joke about the arrogant ghost? Oh, no. Is this a mean email about me or Rick? Me. It's the one he teased. Yeah, I teased. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Dave, I appreciate so much how talented you are. You're about facts. There's really no saying things for shock value. Genius, really. You tell it like it is. Respect the opinion of those that may disagree. Unfortunately, I can't listen to, support, and occasionally participate in a show that has little Ricky involved. He's nothing but a pompous, disrespectful punk. I've loved interacting with you, Dave, because you're a smart fan. But I can't listen to that entitled little bleep anymore. I've forgotten more about sports than he'll ever know. Hey, I bet. I'll wait to see how it plays out. But being screamed at by little Ricky because I had the audacity to say that the Cowboys had to be fiscally responsible and see what the financial impact of extending Dak's contract for four years over $240 million while you have 16 free agents, nine starters, and what you could put around him after spending that money was insulting to me. Being hum- hung up on while that clown screamed, enough, enough, total jerk. 
Not nearly enough radio, TV, cachet to pull that kind of attitude off. Hopefully you will do some solo shows in the future so I again can listen to the best radio personality on ESPN in New York. Okay, first of all, I don't control the phone, so I didn't hang up. Second of all, you thought the take was as bad, I it was as, bad, bad as I did. But I don't think I attacked him like you attacked I think, him. Well, that's only because I attacked him first. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. But he's good. Your hands aren't clean. Apologize. He's it was a an great, awful take. He, that email escalated. It was an he's awful take. He's a great caller, and he's a good listener. Yeah, that was a nasty email. I'm not going to apologize. Uh, you know what? He should apologize for his take. No. On behalf of Rick, Chris, and Kate May, no. I apologize for him. It's amazing that Dave is the one who gets the emails, right? Right. Every single one of us has been called pompous and arrogant on these emails at some point. A little Ricky? Never, never Dave. Never I, Dave. Please. I read the email. The guy's like, I hate you. You're yeah, you say, you say, I hate you, but, too, not me. But, but pompous and arrogant. I don't think that's ever been a word that's been written to well, you in not, those emails. I'm not, I'm not like that. I, 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 RJ, what? RJ's what? like the least the, the least pompous person I've ever met. He's yeah. been called pompous by these people who write you emails. Yeah, you don't even get 24 hours. My team had the I do have a retraction, RJ. My, my team had the greatest uh, NFC championship game comeback of all time. And I don't get 24 hours to enjoy it. Not Rabin Chowdhury was nasty to you yesterday. Not today. Okay. I'd like to apologize for my mean message to RJ yesterday. I don't hate him. I'm a Seahawks fan, so RJ and the Niners, to me, are like Ray and the Cowboys to Dave. I just think he has poor taste in sports teams. Again, I apologize. Okay, so it's you, about it's about him, you, not RJ. You know what? what? I actually, I respect that. Because if they'd come out, if he'd come out from the beginning and said, you know what? RJ stinks. Bum. Niners. Terrible. Go Seahawks. I'd respect that. I wouldn't agree, but I'd respect that. So apology accepted. Mm-hmm. So back to Chris and Kate May. So we're going to lose him. Right? I will not apologize. Though. Great. That's great. No, because I, everyone I don't think on the like, show thought it was a bad take. I don't yeah. think we're we'll actually losing Chris, Chris and Kate yeah, May. I, think, I, 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 think think I bet he's listening right now. Raise your hand. Did you I think it was a bad take? Right I, thought it, I thought it was a bad Santiago, take. Santiago, we know, thought it was a bad take. Bad RJ, take. was that a bad take? Mm. So what would you do? You Would you, would you trade Dak? It's it's literally not possible. Right, you That's can't. Why yeah, I don't take. You, can't you, you can't trade deck. Right, so I mean, in, or are you going to eat the number that he's on his on your book somewhere right now? You can't do that. No, right, you can't do that. You're, yeah, he's your so guy. You got to extend him. Great. So you're going to single handedly ruin I'm our, our listening ship. Um, I me, Chris I don't is, even remember. Chris it. is not gone anywhere. Chris is listening. right I don't know. Now, how, I, I don't listen. I, I don't remember it being as mean as he's saying. However, you, mean, did, you did get animated. Okay, well, however mean he thought you, I was, you were mean. However mean I, he thought I was, yeah. emails way meaner. You think? Uh, well, mean, he's hurt. Think. He's hurt. He's hurt. Well, he's now f- I'm hurt. Now I'm hurt. Great. I think you could apologize. I, need, I think we need Chris back on the show, and we need to break bread and calm things down. I think the only way it ends, though, maybe Rick apologizes for being mean, not apologizing for the take, though. Apologize for being if mean. If I've upset Chris, I apologize. That's oh. my apology. Well. <laughs> it's a good apology. Thank you. Very well done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, right? Good. Did you, yeah. did you just hack up a lung? Yeah, I just died. He I is not died. doing well. By I the way, illness, illness is rampant. I swallowed a blueberry. It is <clears throat> rampant. Ah, uh, it is, yeah. I mean, everybody I know is sick now. Lots of flu. Lots of flu. We had lice go through school the other day. Ugh. Ugh. Lice is disgusting. Yeah, we didn't get it. Thank God. Yeah, no kidding. What happens if, if Milo brings home lice? I think Cassie has a nervous breakdown. Yes. I could see, like, burning the sheets. Email, yeah, and, the email was enough. And it turned into Did you guys do a lice shampoo? Check? Oh, yeah. Special shampoos, you name it. Did you ever have lice? I had lice as a kid. No, never. I remember it was a big deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'd have there'd be kids in school that got it. And then you wouldn't be able to go to school for days. Right. Yeah, no. I had the chicken pox, too. Do you ever have that? Mm-hmm. That whole itched. house got them. Chicken pox? I got it. My brother got it. And then my... Your parents got Mickey it? Mickey got it, yeah. Really? Dad already had it. Well, you know, when as an adult, you get chicken pox. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, like, just, I think my mom had like 104. As an adult? Mm-hmm. That's not good. No, it's bad. Remember having to take the, what was the, the the tub that you would have to take? Oh, the oatmeal bath? Ugh. Yeah. It's so itchy. Put on the calamine lotion? It was so itchy. Oh, so itchy. <laughs> just wanted to scratch them off. Oh, so itchy. And then you, they would scab up. Ugh. So itchy. All right. Enough, please. Sorry. Let's go to Jake in Miami. Hi, Jake. You're on 98.7. Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking the call. I um I was listening this morning and you were talking about those college programs that were represented. Right. Rick Rick, let's see if we could stump them. There's one more college program that was represented. I could give you a hint if you want, Dave, or you could just go out and guess. Rutgers. Yeah, well, you know what? Have a great day. Well, you just you broke them. My dream crusher. You <laughs> But did you see what he was using? I could do this. I can, and then it's say boom. that one more time. What? You're a dream crusher. I'm a dream crusher. Uh, say, the, can we add that to the open of Stump Rothenberg, please? I think that has to be. In the so your your alma mater sent that an inaccurate list. Harvard. Hmm? They sent that the list I went with. Rutgers was not on the list. Oh, you went with the the fake list. I went with the. I you know I trusted Harvard's list. Harvard was... And if you've, if you've offended anybody, you apologize. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Not looking to offend. Like you do How about this? Chris and Kate May. Chris should call in, and I'll apologize. I like it. I'm that? sure he's not listening, though. You rolled your eyes. I'm sure... You, Raymond, you think he's listening at the moment? Regarding Chris? Yeah. I think so. Chris, if you call in w- today, Rick will give you a full-on apology. And I'm already sorry for him. I love Chris. You had the same take. I know, but I didn't. I didn't scold him like you did. Dak I don't Prescott's, think. I don't think he has Dak an issue Prescott's with us having different is 59 takes. Fifty nine million dollars. They're not going to let him play on a fifty million. Fifty nine million dollars. I think his issue hit. was how nasty you were, not the fact that you disagreed. I think with it was him. the second time he called in with the same take. It's he's a great I can caller. Only take so he's much. He's a great caller, and you're you're trying to chop our great callers at the knees. I'm no, not, no, I'm no, not I, stand for that. I have. You snap on way more calls than I do. That might have been the first and only time I've snapped on a caller. Well, maybe it's, twice. It's shocking because I don't do it very often. Ira in Staten Island. Hi, Ira. Hey, what's happening? How are you? You guys are fair with the callers. Uh, 
That's part of the show. But, you know, just wrapping up this uh, conference championship stuff, listen, I, I think Campbell's going to learn from this mistake. I get it. Reynolds dropped the ball. But you still got to have a feel. And sometimes it's a championship game. You have to do things differently. But me personally, what I've learned and what I came to realization, and this is not a knock on Rodgers or any other quarterback that kind of is not too mobile at this stage of their career anymore. But in today's NFL, the way the defenses are and the way most defensive teams attack teams, uh, not ours because Salah just does the same thing all the time, when they start blitzing, you better have yourself a mobile quarterback. I'm not talking they have to be at the level of Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, but if your quarterback cannot make plays with his feet and not buy himself time and get outside the pocket and run if he has to, in today's NFL, it's not going to work. Well, I work for Detroit, and I know the Jets' offensive line isn't close to what Detroit Detroit's offensive line is. But I mean, Jared Goff is not mobile. No, not at all. No. Yeah, but yeah, but he's still better than Rodgers. No, and like you said. I no. Think, no, no, I, no, no. Oh, Jared Goff so. is not more mobile no. than Aaron Rodgers. No chance. Oh, I think so. No, well, Ira, like don't old. yell at him. We're going to lose him. Do you? Okay. No, listen, listen, you, are, you be the arbiter. Like do you think that Jared Goff is more that, mobile than Aaron Rodgers? I think they're similar. I do. But, I, I think it's similar. Well, okay. Well, let me ask you, would, would Jared Goff have fallen down in a giant preseason game the way Rodgers did? Ira, come on, man. That we're going to use that? Come on, I'm, t- I'm telling you the way it is, man. you, you got to come to the realization. He's a great quarterback. He can succeed. But, boy, they better build a fortress around this guy because it's different. The NFL has changed. And you, you, you need to make plays on your feet. Quarterbacks have to do that. The days are sitting back there. Those days are over. So, Ira, how in the world are you going to build a fortress around this guy? In one offseason, you haven't done it in like five years. How in the world are you going to build a fortress around this guy? The only possible way they could do it is move Tucker to right tackle because there's no tackles in free agency. You're going to have to move Tucker to right tackle. You're going to have to sign a free agent guard. You're going to have to draft the left tackle, and you're going to have to pray that you stay healthy because your depth stinks. So think about the prayer that I have to now work with. I have to pray to God that I can use a, a rookie left tackle, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to sign a successful right guard, and Vera Tucker is going to stay healthy and be able to play right tackle, yep. which I think he could play right tackle. But well, they got to. I mean, they just they have to find a position for him. But that's a lot of. Stick with I need this. I need yeah. this. I need this. I mean, I, I'm sorry. How many teams try to to rebuild the offensive line in an offseason that you just can't do it? I think you're both crazy. How so? Jared Goff is not the same kind of athlete as Aaron Rodgers. Well, you said mobility. He, Aaron Rodgers is way more mobile than Jared Goff. You guys are nuts. I don't know. Nuts. Raymond, you're the football Crazy. purist. He's eating. It's unbelievable. I had a bagel in my mouth. Where'd you get the bagel? I had a piece of uh, what RJ left RJ, you were, you, were, you were slicing off pieces of the bagel and giving it to him? I gave Raymond half. Mm-hmm. How was it, Ray? Uh... Partially, it's delicious. I've only had a few bites. <laughs> Partially, it's delicious. <laughs> All right, so more mobile. Jared Goff or Aaron Rodgers? At this stage of their career? It's Goff. See? Goff is not more mobile. Oh, my God. At this stage of his career? No, come on, man. Come RJ, on, man. more mobile. Are we going off what we saw before the injury? Yes. Before the injury, I would take Rodgers. Thank you. Rodgers is not really, he's not like a... a Lamar Jackson threat to run, but rolling the pocket, throwing on the run, beautiful. Beautiful. Last I saw. We saw four plays. He manipulates the pocket well, but. As far as mobility? Yeah. He's more mobile than Jared Goff. All right. Jared Goff might be one of the more, like, most immobile quarterbacks in the league right now. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers behind that offensive line that Detroit has. I think we all would. 
Would love that. Best offensive line of football? Cleveland's up there, right? It's right there. Panay Sewell is a... Whew. He's, a he's amazing. He was one of the, the can't misses that didn't miss, right? Did Remember? not miss, no. He's a, he's a stud. He, RJ, you know where Panay Sewell went to, uh, went to college? Oregon. Oregon. He knows. Yeah, he went to Oregon. Is that why you guessed Oregon? Played into it. Mm-hmm. He likes the uniforms. They have some very loud uniforms. They do. Um, so well, we'll get into this a little bit because we don't have a ton of time here. But this whole Brock Purdy narrative that he's not a very good quarterback is just, it's asinine to me. I think it's crazy, yeah. The guy's in year two. So he, he led a team to the NFC Championship game and didn't really have a chance to. He was hurt, yeah. Right. And then he has now led a team to the Super Bowl. Right. And came back in two playoff games this postseason. That's right. And now there's talk of, well, any, anybody could do it. Sam Darnold could, mm-hmm. could easily do this. That is that is so highly disrespectful to Brock Purdy. Yeah, well, I think it's partly because he's the last pick in the draft. I think that's why. So, so Tom Brady was a six-round pick. No, I understand that. But, I mean, it, it, let's let's call it what it is. If if Brock Purdy was Trey Lance and you gave up what you gave up and he was having this kind of success, you'd look like a— You'd say what, what a trade that was. What a genius. But watch Brock Purdy. How could you say that he's not a good quarterback? I think Michael's argument yesterday was he doesn't have enough uh, arm talent. They well, trailed by a, 17. Doesn't have a great arm. Is, is his arm Holmes? No. But I've seen quarterbacks succeed. No, you but, think Joe Montana had great arm talent? No, I don't think Peyton Manning had a great arm either. But it's not. that's not what... I mean, Zach Wilson has more talent than he knows what to do with. That doesn't make him a good quarterback. Right. Zach Wilson has a, a cannon of an arm. Does, I mean, the guy Jamarcus can't Russell get out of his own way. Russell had a cannon of an arm. Uh, it, it, I, I don't know. It's, and, more it's that, not just the, Michael that I heard it from yesterday. It's a, it's a wild take. There's, there's a lot more that goes into the position than just having a great arm. A lot more. He's a winner. He's good. Trailed by 17. Led them on the comeback. Made great. He made some great throws. Yeah, I think that. Uh, listen, I think Kyle Shannon would tell you too. His offense is really good, but with Brock Purdy in it, it. So if, if you believe that Sam Darnold could lead that team to a Super Bowl, then what you're saying is there's 50 quarterbacks that could lead that team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think people would point to the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo led them to a Super Bowl. Didn't win the Super Bowl, but had a really good chance to. Yeah, and they're also a very good team. Their, their defense was also a lot better when Jimmy Garoppolo led them to a Super Bowl than they are now. They're a, you heard Rex yesterday. Yeah, I don't understand, though. It's just but in general. I mean, it's everybody. It's it's all the people that want to throw straight at Bill Belichick. It's because he had a great quarterback. Well, I mean, the, you kind of need a great quarterback to win championships on a consistent basis. Yeah, odds are you're not winning a championship without a really, really good quarterback. Right, so, I mean, it's, it's Brock Purdy's fault that he's got great weapons around him and a great head coach. That's his fault. He's making the most of it. And you make it sound, and again, I'm not comparing it to Mahomes, but it's like, well, look what he does with all that talent. Well, Mahomes has, you know, probably the best tight end in the history of the game. And a running back that's playing at a high level. Oh, well, he had Tyreek Hill, too. And he had Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And Rasheed Rice He's is got good. Andy Reid. And again, I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying it's like we can change the narrative whenever we want. Brock Purdy is a very good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. Yeah. Did not have a very good, I mean, did not play well against Green Bay. He did not. At all. And if you want to say but... he's not a good quarterback in, in, in weather, in, in precipitation, now that's a different conversation. But to say that Sam, I mean, Sam Darnold could lead him to the to the Super Bowl is a it's a it's a horrendous take. No, I think there's. I'm serious. I think there's a lot of people that look at it and say, I mean, how could everyone be wrong about this guy? They think he's just a product of the system and the talent around him. No, I think it's completely wrong. All right, we'll we'll break. We'll come back. We have the Superbox Bonanza. We have Amani Tumor. We have CMT. It's a big long segment. It's all happening and it's happening right here on 98.7 ESPN. Friends, Dave, everybody, 
Go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let your neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love. It's time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samuel Payne. Dr. Jay Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without a pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free. Same day and next day appointments are available. Go to samwellpain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to samwellpain.com now. Regain your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Samwell Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit samwellpain.com. You'll wish you met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurance are accepted. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Raymond, you know what we have coming up in just a couple moments? The Superbox Bonanza. Oh. The first of two, which is very titillating. How many boxes we got left? Uh, that would be something you'd have to ask RJ. It can't be that many. What not we give away two a day? So we we're four, so, so we're eight. Twelve. I'm we, thinking. I'm thinking like twenty something, right, RJ? Low twenties. Yeah. yeah, low twenties. Is there still some some beautiful prizes available? I was just going to ask if we have any left in any obvious box numbers. I, that that I can't reveal. We're pathetic with that. That, that I can't reveal. <laughs> that thirty nine is a is a big winner. It's just an embarrassment. PlayStation Five, right off the bat. Oh, that would be great. All right, let let's bring in. I mean, he's a legend. He high quality guest, high quality human being, high quality receiver. He's the great Amani Tumor. Good morning, Amani. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing really well. How about you guys? Good. Did did you hear that introduction I gave you? Yeah, I appreciate it. Because I think very highly of you. Very highly of you. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, I don't believe that. Back, back at you. All right. Definitely back at you. So yeah. here, here's my question. Dan Campbell, you played. Would you be angry at him? Do you stand by his decisions? Or do you think that was kind of a wild decision making in the biggest moments of the season? Well, I, I think it's a little a mixture of everything because you know you play a certain way the entire season you expect that way that that not to change, but I mean you're playing in the biggest game of the year, the biggest game the city of Detroit has had in you know since I mean I can't even remember the last time they were in a championship game I think the fifties or the sixties, so I, I I understand what you have to do but you have to treat every situation differently and. The fact that they lost by three points and they went for fourth down and field goal range a couple times with the quality kicker that they do have, I mean, how do you not second-guess that? Uh, I, I just feel like everything is going to be second-guessed. He had to have known that it was going to be second-guessed all the time. Um, that's the way they play, but sometimes your style has to adjust to the level of competition. And when you're playing in a championship game where points are at a premium, you have to, you know, throw all the other ego stuff away and just play the, make the decisions at that particular time that's going to help your team win. Now, regular season games, you can do anything you want. Now, in the playoffs, when you're in the, you know, you're in the championship game, you have to adjust your strategies. So, so your mindset is coach differently in different moments, right? Like regular season game five, you want to be overly aggressive, fine. You get to this moment and maybe you have to adjust your your belief a little bit. But there's going to be the others that say, it doesn't matter. 
right? You go by the numbers, you go by the gut, you go by the analytics, and you just do whatever it is. But your mindset is, no, you know what? You have to adjust a little bit on the fly as you as the moment, as the magnitude changes. Yeah, I don't like coaches that are like, we're going to do this all the time because not every situation is the same. Um, I think that in those situations, especially when you want to go up um, 27 to 10, I mean, that's, you know, get in a 17-point game, minute a three-point lead again, a three-score t- game again, and all of a sudden you go from a three-score game down to, you know, you're only up by, you know, by three, you know, because they scored that touchdown. So, I, I, or by a touchdown, only up by seven. So I, I just feel like you can't treat everything the same. You don't treat every player the same. Not every situation is the same. Everything has nuance, and the, the definition of being a great coach is to be able to be malleable and to look at the situation for what it is and not use your ego or use, you know, past history when you're making decisions at that moment. Be present at that moment in time. Amani, what are your thoughts on Brock Purdy? Because it feels like, I mean, the opinion of him is some people think he's good. A lot of people think he's kind of just a product of Kyle Shanahan and the weapons around him. Well, I mean, the, the job of a quarterback is to be a point guard, is to distribute the ball to the playmakers. There's a lot of guys that can't do that. And there's some guys that try to do more than and, and end up hamstringing the rest of their team. Um, I remember early Mike Vick. I remember I was watching film, watching early Mike Vick, and he was a guy who was a playmaker and all this stuff. I remember watching those receivers, uh, you know, just, just watching the all-22s. I'm like, man, I'd hate to play for Mike, with Mike Vick back in his early days before he, you know, really began to dig, dig down deep into the art of being a quarterback. It, it, there's a lot of ways to play quarterback. Some, some of them are out of necessity. If you don't have the weapons, you have the opportunity to, you know, to make plays by yourself. But the, the majority of these NFL teams are built with a lot of talent. And I know these general managers want that talent to get the ball, want to justify all these different uh, uh, contracts that they're paying. And so, I mean, I, I don't care about the game, game changer, game maker, game changer. That, that to me is mute. The only thing that really matters in football is winning. And is Brock Purdy making winning plays? Absolutely. That's all I care about. The Pietro Rothenberg with you, 9870 ESPN, the great Amani Toomer with us here on a Tuesday morning. All right, let me, let me look at the, this AFC game. Um, Kansas City can't stop the run, right? Buffalo runs up and down the field against them. It's been a, a, a Achilles heel all season long for them. Baltimore, terrific running team. They ran the ball six times in the football game. Amani, is that maybe the worst game plan you've ever seen? It was pretty bad. It was very, very bad. But I think that, just like I said, out of every situation the same, obviously what uh, the Chiefs were doing were playing deep, playing uh, really deep to take away the big plays, but yet and still they're finding a way to have that spy, and that spy on Lamar would end up being that extra man in the box trying to, um, to, uh, to, to stop the run. They weren't as successful on the run. Um, they would have in running back injuries for their team, but I think what this what the Baltimore Ravens wanted to do is highlight Lamar and highlight his progress. And like I said, look at what is in front of you. Don't look at any narrative. Don't look at trying to chase ghosts. Do what you do best. And and I felt like the Ravens dropped the ball only running the ball six times, but I think they were caught off guard when they were playing from behind the entire game. Uh, this team is obviously doesn't look like it's built to come from, come back from behind. Uh, and they, you know, most teams that run the football aren't, you know, and also when you get aren't, aren't built to come back from behind. And I think Patrick Mahomes, his whole the aura of him, the kind of how he 
can score and how he can extend plays. I think that intimidated the Ravens' off, deep offense and defense because they were playing uncharacteristic. They made uncharacteristic mistakes. I, I just felt like, uh, you know, I, I felt like when I'm watching Lamar playing this game, I'm watching like, uh, you remember that Bugs Bunny, that guy, did, you know, that big character where um, that guy, he'd say, uh, this is my friend and I'm going to call him George and I'm going to hug him and squeeze him. And he just, and Bugs Bunny's head is practically getting ripped off by that big, uh, the big, uh, what is it? A big chicken or something. That's what I think. I, I, I remember. I actually remember that. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Dave's usually the one choking the chicken is the bit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I have to deal with here? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's always good for some, uh, some like toilet humor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry but, you have to deal with that. I'll, I'll hug him. I'll no, love him. I'll great. call him George. Yeah, it's like yeah, you. Exactly. It's like working with I you. Think yeah. that's, what, that's what he's like. I will name him George, so and I will hug him and pet him and squeeze him. How do we have that at the ready? Yeah. Because Raymond's very good. Yeah, I like carrots. Amani, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me ask you this. Amani, oh, let me ask you this, because you would know um, as, as a receiver. So, Kansas City, and we all know how great Patrick Mahomes is and how great Andy Reid is, but this season, offensively, it, it hasn't looked right. Uh, both tackles have struggled, penalties, drop passes, and all of a sudden now it's like they flipped the switch and uh, they're playing these clean games. You know, receivers are catching balls. Travis Kelsey looks like himself. I mean, how how does that how does that happen like that? Where they've struggled all season and all of a sudden playoffs hit and and they're playing close to perfect football. I think it's like in basketball or, or like in hockey. You know, towards the end of the games or towards the playoffs, the shifts get tighter, the bench gets lo- gets smaller. And they know throughout through doing a self scout what games and what and throughout the throughout the season what they really want to do. And right now, you're they took away all the fluff, all the kind of experiment, and they're like, look, this is what's worked with us through with us through the entire season, and this is what we're going to do. And they're very, they're throwing very few passes to any of the receivers that haven't showed success. I mean, um, Tony wasn't even active; he was a healthy scratch. And he was upset about being a healthy scratch in last week's game. So that just lets you know that they're like, look, we're cutting out all the fluff. We're not trying to hide anything. We know Kelsey's our guy. He's going to get 11, you know, 11, 12 catches. You know, I don't know how many targets, 15, 18 targets. And that's how we're going to win. And that's exactly what they did. So it's, it's very common, very easy to kind of figure out. It's just that when you look at all the window dressing that they put on their team, uh, it distracts you from the, their core. I think they've they've hid what they wanted to do in their their core beliefs and their core bread and butter plays. They've hid that really well, and they've got all the players that aren't in that out of the game, and they rely on these guys more than they relied on anybody else. So it, I think it's a great coaching job by Andy Reid being able to separate the wheat from the chaff. chaff. Amani Toomer joins us here in the show. Amani, last one for me. I, I know it's. I mean, we're so. I guess, I mean, quick to try to put everyone in that uh, elite quarterback category. For you, from what you've seen so far, um, you know, Mahomes and what he's been able to do, is it Patrick Mahomes and then everybody else? Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. Because, like I said before, when you see a quarterback and he has a bad game and you're genuinely surprised, that's when you know that that guy's great. And I don't think I've seen him perform – terribly this entire season like every game has been 
at a super high level. And the reason why they win is because somebody drops the ball, somebody's offside, lose, excuse me, somebody drops offside. He makes these amazing plays that nobody else could make, but maybe Lamar. And it's just, he's just, he's just a, such a tough player to deal with because you know he's coming and you still can't, you know he's coming to play at a high level and you still can't stop him no matter what you do. He really is unbelievable. He, he really is. Is he, okay, question he's for dominant. you. Like he's ridiculous. Greatest quarterback you've ever seen. I know he doesn't, I, don't, I know he doesn't have the championships that Brady has, but as far as just what he does on the field, is he the greatest quarterback you've ever seen? No, I think it'd be like Steve McNair. Um, I think Troy Aikman was phenomenal. Jeff George was like ridiculous. Um, I, th- I thought at times Kerry Collins was out of this world. Wait, what, what, uh, um, are you are you kidding? What you, you're you're putting Jeff George, Kerry Collins in the same? I'm like I'm I'm not trying to be a jerk like. With Patrick Mahomes? No, no, no. See, because thing about it is, you guys. So a lot of people get caught up in the results. I'm looking at a person throwing the football, and I'm looking at what they do and like how they elevate the rest of their team. I don't think you. I don't think you can look at a guy like uh, like Jeff. Like you, I don't, if you know football and you've watched Jeff George play, there's a reason why he played for so long. And there's a reason why he was the number one pick overall. He has stupid arm strength, stupid arms, stupid arm talent. So is Kerry Collins. Like he. he these guys had absolute hoses. Now they didn't, you know, which amazed me as a wide receiver. You know, now the decision making and all that stuff. You know, that's 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 the nuance of the game. But when you're talking about somebody doing amazing things, that's what I look at. And um, you know, I mean, I'm, I remember watching the Dallas Cowboys in '95 when uh, everybody knew what they were running these thick posts, and Troy Aikman would consistently, I mean, I remember talking to the DBs after the game, and they were like, well, we, we didn't know what to do. Right, we tried to play up top. He'd throw it on their back hip. We'd play behind him. They'd throw it down the field. Like, they were in a quandary knowing the play that was coming and still couldn't stop it because of the accuracy of Troy Aikman. So I think there's a lot of things that I'd probably look at a little differently than you guys. But, you know, that's just, you know, that's just my perspective. I mean, uh, you could call me crazy, call me everything, but I, I just feel like those are the guys that really super impressed me. Bring that same mentality to the pickleball courts, all right? <laughs> oh wait, oh you're playing? I didn't even. I thought this was off the table. No, nope. oh it's ba- it it's going to happen. No, I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting. My back is getting much better, and I, we are. We are. Oh, is that what it was? Yep. That where you were slow playing us? You're trying to get healthy. Well, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling healthy. I was having issues, but now the back is getting better, I and, I, and we're the first time I'm hearing about it. We're ready to to, to beat you guys down. So what's your, what we're going to do? Yeah. All right. We'll see. And every yeah. time we win a point, I'm going to just scream Jeff George right in your oh. face. I think. Jeff George was awesome, man. He was he was unbelievable. He stands by it. You All know. right, listen, I, I I love Amani, but I don't know. Well, not his finest yeah. moment. Amani, okay, that's, hold that's on. One the, that's one of the that's one of the best things you said. I don't know. Well, he did say. I mean, he is nice <laughs> once in a while. How did the uh, pickleball tournament that you played in go? Oh, I haven't played it. I think I'm playing on the fourth. Oh, okay, keep us posted. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, when I when I get the trophy, I'll uh, I'll I'll email to the show. I got to be honest, if you if you win the title, I would be very upset, like very concerned. <laughs> if they if he wins the whole thing, he's a good athlete. He's, I mean, he's, he's I know, humongous. I know, but he's too tall for pickleball. No, he should cover the whole court. No, too no, no. tall for pickleball. Too wow. tall for yeah. That's right, because we hit the ball low to him. He's got to bend, get down at the ankle. I don't know that he could do that. No, we're gonna I'm find out. Bending now, I can bend. All right, can you I'm touch your bend. toes? 
Yeah, I can touch my toes. Okay. Can you? No. <laughs> he can't even come close no, to touching not, his toes. not even close to touching my toes. All right, listen, we love you. We didn't ask you about the Super Bowl today because we'll, we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, uh, next week, I'm sorry. And we'll get your take on all, right. all the, the, the great quarterbacks you've seen in your day. Amani, you're the best. We'll talk to you next right. week, buddy. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Yep, of course. That is Amani Toomer. Why, why are you looking at me like that? I should have not asked that question. Well, you did. But I didn't realize. You can't it put was, that genie back in the bottle. I, I didn't realize it was going to go there. Yeah, well, it did. You blame me? Uh, yeah, you asked the question. <laughs> you blame me? I was done. You were done. I was done. You blame me? No. You, you said know, you have any more? I was done. I said, you got any more? <laughs> no. And then you're like, oh, actually, I do. Is Patrick Mahomes great? I mean, who the hell asked that? I didn't say if he was great. Is, is Patrick Mahomes really good? No, I said, is it Patrick Mahomes and everyone else? Uh, obviously. No, and then you're like, oh, I got to follow up. What, what kind of an idiot would, would say no? Did you expect that answer? No, I did not. All right. But is, is it Whose Patrick, question was worse? Is it Pat? My question was not bad. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes, Jeff George, and everyone else. Steven. Ray, Raymond, being serious, did you think my question was bad? I don't know. I said, is he the greatest quarterback you've ever seen? I didn't if, realize that Troy and Jeff George if, were going to get thrown into the conversation. You knew, if you knew. Perry Collins. If you knew that that is where the answer was going to go, would you have asked the question? No, I feel upset that I asked it. <laughs> okay. But you'd frown on me for asking that? I don't know how to. I feel. thought he could say like, "Listen to Dan Marino," <laughs> I, or like, "I didn't really get Kerry Collins." I didn't realize it would go there. Like, like the, the, the logic you try to improvise. Talk, the logic he was talking about with like the Troy Aikman and the slants, and, and you can't beat beat the play, even though you know it's coming. Like, okay, that's fine. You had to throw in Jeff George and Kerry Collins in there. <laughs> that's rough. Well, I think I understand what he's talking about. No, I don't. No, I do. I'll tell but, you. But what. he was talking about arm talent. Yeah, like he's right, talking right. about as a receiver. Like, what impresses you? Like, there are plenty of guys that I played with that are super talented and impressed me, but I wouldn't put them in the greatest of all time. Like, I play with guys that have, like, more skill than you've ever seen hey, in your entire he life. He also talked about guys that raise the level of play. Like, okay, Troy Aikman, that, that, that's a good point. I don't know that Jeff George ever raised the, the level of the guys that he played I always looked at Jeff George as a guy that had so much talent and never accomplished what he should have, actually. I think he's speaking about the talent, though. Yes. Like, Jeff George, talent. amazing talent. Yeah. Aikman, ta- but Mahomes is, a, I don't know. Well, you asked it. Well, you led me there. No, I did not. I said you, last one. I was trying to save you from you. How this is and my you fault? To improvise, RJ. I'm not necessarily saying this is your fault. R- I, don't, RJ, I don't know how you could paint this. You, as Rick's you, honestly, fault. you guys are like like the depths of of depravity. If you're going to blame me for this, I'm not blaming you for this. But but at the by the same token, how are you going to turn around and somehow blame Rick for this? Like because he Rick asked a stupid Rick, question. Rick didn't ask that question. He asked a stupider question. The answer that we got was just dumber with mine than it was with yours. I don't think my question was that stupid. Is it Mahomes and everybody else? Yes. Well, everybody no, would say of, it's Mahomes and everybody else. There are a lot of people that... To be to be fair, Rick didn't even finish the question. And I said, I, back here, I said, yes. Like, yeah, like, of course. So, it was a nice question. Of course. So do you think his question was good? I'm trying to highlight the guest is what I'm trying to do. I, I, I want to get the best out of the guest. Well, I'm not trying to bring the guest down. You'll try next week. No, no, you'll try next week. Maybe I sit out next week. RJ? And you can redeem yourself. Yes. I can't bear in gifts and everything. Did, did you have an issue with my question? Thank you for the bacon, egg, and cheese, by the way. It's delicious, right? I, I did not have an issue with the question. I didn't think we'd end up there with Kerry Collins' love comparisons to Pat Mahomes. But in no. fairness to Amon, he does love Kerry Collins, though. He said it numerous times. Yeah. Kerry Collins was a, a nice quarterback. It's also his guy. That's also his guy. Right. Yeah. Super talented. The stupid question that was. You're out of your mind. RJ, <laughs> seriously now. Worst question, minor Ricks. RJ, do the right thing here. RJ, come on. 
It's so it's tough, Dave. I didn't think your question on its own was was that crazy, but given where we ended up, uh, thank you. It, it took us to a dark place. You can't. Bl- <laughs> yes. yes. He asked, "Is it Mahomes and everybody else?" Yeah, what but- kind of a stupid question is that? Of course, that's the case. It's not the best question. Yeah. See, you but know what not the, the worst. You know what the problem but is. But not the worst. You, you, when you suck, they're scared because we lose you. No, it's <laughs> no. What, yeah. what do they say about sports? It's a results-oriented business. So the, I'm the, being blamed for the way he answered the question. Unfortunately, you're catching a lot of heat for Josh Reynolds dropping the football. You are the Dan Campbell of the situation. Did you do anything wrong? Was the play call that crazy? Was the question crazy? I don't think so. It was so. a good question. Yeah, but you threw it and Josh Reynolds just like didn't want it. You so had a chance, I asked you had the a question to punt and, you and he vomited on himself. That's what happened. Like all over his feet. Just threw up. It's a tough spot for you. Yeah. It's the final week of Superbox Bonanza 5 because your question was gross. Each qualifier is going to take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. B caller number. Uh, what number was Jeff George? 11, maybe? No, I don't, he, I don't. he wore 11 at one point. He did? Yeah. Uh, let's go with caller number 11 then. Are you sure? I think in the. Yes, hang on. He de- I, he definitely wore 11 somewhere. Okay. Caller who cares? Num- 11. Caller number 11. Right now, 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500. What? Wore 11 with the Colts. There you go. 500 bucks in quarters one and $3,000 at the half and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey along with Security Dodge. Come get some. See, here's the thing. There's times when I'm not great and I'll ask bad questions. And then you jump me. This was not one of those times. I stand by it. I was good. He was bad. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Of course it matters. No, no. You're, I mean, you're the point guard. Where you lead him. I led him into into Nirvana. No, you didn't. You didn't have to make that throw. Did no, not. You're awful. You're, I, honestly, I, I, this I said, could be the worst take I you've said ever last had. last question. Is my, is the last question for you. You I can't think, speak for me. Well, no, because you asked me if I had any more questions because you were done. And I said, yeah, I'll ask one more. But you asked a question. I thought it was so bad. I was like, I don't want that to be the last one. Let me follow <laughs> no, up with this wasn't. better question. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. I was Spark. embarrassed for you. No, my question I was Spark. thinking about your family. My thought was, God, his family's going to have to live with this, and his father-in-law listens to the show, and he's probably horrified by my, this question. My question sparked your question. Yeah. Yeah. So had you just, like a big boy, just said, you know what? I got nothing else. This never would have happened. <laughs> if Woody it, had gone right to the police, this would have never happened. But it did. And you asked the question. He asked it. He 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 got into Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he was all over the place. Ray somehow had that clip just waiting. <laughs> right, you really are amazing. <laughs> I, uh, truth be told, I literally just pulled it off the internet. You, you, you really are happened. the best. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.